0: Thanks for listening to this sermon recording from Liberty Family Church in Hillsville, Victoria, Australia. All of our sermons are available for free online and we encourage you to subscribe to our sermon podcast through iTunes or by clicking the button on our website. If you'd like to know more about what it means to follow Jesus or would like more information about our church, head to www.libertyfamilychurch.net.au God bless you, and we pray that this sermon recording encourages you and strengthens your faith in Jesus Christ. Let's pray together now as we come around God's Word. Father God, we just want to still ourselves right now as we tune in and just desire to foster relationship with you. We want to go closer, God. We want to be more intimate with you. We want to hear your voice. We want to know you more. We want to be growing and knowing all the days of our lives. And so, Holy Spirit, we pray right now that you would just speak powerfully to each of us, really reveal your word to us and what you want to sink deep within our hearts today. So I pray, Lord, that you would speak through me and use me and the words that I say to bring life and hope and peace, and everything that you want to reveal to your people today. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. One of the most helpful things that we can do in growing in our faith and knowing Jesus more is to meditate. There's nothing like meditation to really tune into and hear God's voice clearly. Now, bear with me. Before you go and turn off your TV in disgust and think, man, Joel, you've really lost the plot this time, know that I'm not talking about Eastern, New Age, empty your mind, discover an enlightened spiritual state kind of meditation. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about biblical meditation. One of the best books I've ever read, some of you might have read it too, is called Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster. And in this classic book, Foster explains the crucial difference between an Eastern meditation and a Christian meditation. Here's what he says. Eastern meditation is an attempt to empty the mind. Christian meditation is an attempt to fill the mind. Christian meditation is all about taking time out of our busy, hectic, loud world to intentionally fill our minds. With what? What are we taking time out to fill our minds with? Well, God's truth. As we meditate, we are attempting to fill our minds with the word of God. You only need to open up the Bible to know that scripture is full of calls, encouragements, people saying, guys, this is a good thing to do. Calls to meditate on the word of God, and to fill our minds with God's word. Here are just a couple of examples from Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. "'This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success.'" Psalm 119 verse 5, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 2, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law. He meditates day and night. When we meditate as Christians, we are literally filling our minds with the word of God, with God's law, God's precepts, the law of the Lord. In other words, our meditations are focused and tuned into what is contained in the Bible. That is what, as Christians, we are called to meditate on. I think this is so, so important for us to remember, friends, when we think about and we come to practice Christian meditation. We meditate and we think and we reflect and we pray around and listen for God's voice, not from an empty heart, not from an empty mind, but from a mind and a heart that is full to overflowing with the knowledge of God's beautiful word, the truth. Christian meditation is firmly planted. It's anchored, if you like, in God's Word. We meditate on God's Word and are able to process anything that we might experience or hear when meditating through the lens of God's Word. God's Word guides our thinking and our listening and our praying and our waiting, and this is super important. It safeguards and it helps us to know whether what we're hearing is actually from Holy Spirit or what we're hearing is from other, some other spirit, some entirely different spirit altogether. Here's the thing, and this is so important for all of us to really grasp when it comes to this kind of thing. Holy Spirit will never, ever, ever tell you to do or reveal to you something that goes against the word of God. That is not in God's way. He would never do that. Holy Spirit will never reveal to you or call you to do something that goes directly against the word of God. If you hear a voice that's causing you to think or calling you to do something that you know goes directly against the word of God, you can be sure that that is not the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And this, again, is why it is so important that we have that Berean spirit, that we are people who know the word and check the word, day, study the word day and night to see if what we're, we're hearing or what we're thinking is actually true or whether it's false. So important that we make sure through the word of God that the voice we're hearing is God's or if it's not, we can discern that. And this is why it's so important that when we as Christians come to meditate, that we start by seeking to immerse ourselves in the word of God. We don't want to start from an empty or maybe even just an otherwise occupied mind whose mind often races with other things. Mine does. But we don't want to start from that place. We want to approach God to, to hear and experience more of his presence and goodness by reflecting on and reading of his goodness from his word. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get practical together in just a little while, but first I want to share a few other thoughts around Christian meditation. When we pause to meditate, we're actually positioning ourselves humbly before God with a really open posture. We've got a, when we meditate, we're, we're kind of open like this before God and, and pausing and waiting on Him. And our posture sort of communicates to God a willingness to hear from Him, like, here I am, God. I'm, I'm ready. I'm waiting on you. Speak to me. I'm here. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm ready to receive what you have for me today. When we take the time to meditate, we allow Holy Spirit to actually shift our thinking from everyday things that are, that are weighing on our mind or not even weighing on our mind, but are just in our mind that could so easily distract us from really tuning into God. We're allowing Holy Spirit to shift us from those normal everyday thinking and thoughts so that we can better fix our eyes and our minds on things above. As Colossians 3.2 says, we want to be people who are thinking on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. When we stop to meditate, we can encounter and enjoy relationship with Jesus in a far more intimate way. It's through this kind of meditation, waiting and deep prayer that we can actually experience Jesus relationally. We position ourselves so that we can better hear his voice and we can encounter the truth of his word on a on a personal deep level. When we wait on God through meditation we grow and we change more into Jesus' likeness. Our desires and our thoughts are shifted so that they better align with Jesus and his kingdom's priorities. Through meditating, we are better able to to really hear and discern God's voice. And because we've experienced his goodness and we've experienced his love in deep and personal ways, Here's the thing, I've found this to be true, maybe you have too. Because we've had that experience relationally of his love and his goodness, we're far more likely then to follow him in his truth and in the things that he calls us to do when he calls us to do them. You know what I'm saying? There truly is nothing like spending regular time just sitting at the feet of Jesus and meditation is a true gift. It is a beautiful spiritual discipline that all of us can practice that will help us to do just that. Christian meditation is a real gift for all of us. Okay, almost time to get practical and almost time to spend some time meditating together. There are countless ways that we can meditate as. Christians. But one way that I've found to be particularly powerful is a technique called Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina literally means divine reading. It's Latin. And it's a way of meditating and reflecting prayerfully on God's word. With this practice, a a passage, it could be a, a whole passage of scripture. It could just be one verse or even a couple of words from scripture. Whatever it is, That portion of scripture is read multiple times. So there's plenty of opportunities for us to really engage with and and wrestle with and allow God's word to really flood our minds and fill our hearts so that we can really hear what Jesus wants to say to us through the word of God. And there's plenty of time for us to, to reflect and then pray through and respond meaningfully to what Holy Spirit speaks about and reveals to our spirit. Lectio Divina, unlike, say, soap, for instance, is not so much about studying scripture as much as it's about experiencing scripture. With Lectio Divina, we don't study as much as we invite Holy Spirit to really guide our minds and our hearts so that we can hear what Jesus wants to say to us through his word right here, right now, today. It's a way of really tuning in to really hear Jesus' soft, still voice, the voice of the Spirit for ourselves. Like with the range of different ways of meditating, there's many ways that you can practice Lectio Divina as well. But here, let me share with you just the four basic steps when it comes to Lectio Divina. So the first step is this. Step one, read. So we start by... After praying, of course, and inviting Holy Spirit to, to guide our reading and speak to us as we read, after that we read the passage of Scripture. Have a first read. And as we read, we listen for any particular words that kind of leap up off out of the page and, and really, really hit us in our spirit. And, and we sense Holy Spirit's just elevating words or bringing them to the fore as we read. And we're mindful of that at this first point. In this time, we, we it's spirit-led. It's not forced by us. We just wait. We sit. We're sitting at the feet of Jesus and we allow Holy Spirit to guide us in it and we wait on him, really listening, tuning in for his voice to speak and guide. So that's step one. And the second step is reflect. In this part, it's a great opportunity to maybe read the passage again, read the scripture again. And this time if you haven't already had some words or or themes that have God's kind of revealed to you maybe this is the stage when holy spirit will reveal something to your heart it's really important and i have to battle this temptation at times we we need to resist the urge to study the passage that we're sitting with it's not about studying it's not about kind of looking at the original context or anything like that this is about allowing Holy Spirit to reveal things to us through his word as we're safeguarding ourselves by being firmly planted in his word. So we need to resist the urge to study the passage and instead allow Holy Spirit to really reveal things to our hearts and wait patiently for God to do that. You might want to at this point, maybe you're like me, your mind is so prone to wander. Maybe even again, you might just need to pray and say, Holy Spirit, help me to tune in to really focus on you. I don't want to miss this. Help me, Lord. Please help me. I want to hear your voice. That's a great thing to do as you reflect. So that's the second. Then the third is respond. This is an opportunity to respond to the passage. You might want to read the passage for a third time. To respond, you might want to take the time to write down in a notebook or a journal some of the things that Holy Spirit reveals to you. Or you could respond in the form of prayer, just praying and making sure to have plenty of space for God to continue to speak to you, but praying and, and sharing with God what He's doing in your heart, what you're feeling, what you're going through, what your hopes are, what your fears are, whatever it is that God's working on in you through His Word. There's nothing like talking to God to foster relationship with Jesus, is there? There's nothing like it. So, this is a great chance in this step three to just continue in a quiet and humble posture before God, making sure to leave plenty of room for him to really speak to you and guide you still. And then the fourth stage is rest. This is an opportunity to rest in what Holy Spirit has revealed to your heart. It's continuing to just rest in God's presence, to be still before him in light of what you've read and what he's said. You might want to start by reading the passage for a fourth time. That's something that I've found helpful. Each time, just read through the passage and then reflect or rest or whatever it is. So maybe read through the passage or maybe this time you just really want to have a, an open posture where you're just resting, imagining yourself, at the feet of Jesus, just waiting on him, waiting for him to talk to you. You might just choose to do that. It might be that Holy Spirit's doing some deep heart work in you as you've been humble before him and allowed him to move. Just allow him to continue to, to speak or to minister to you in whatever way. This is not so much a time to be active in, in prayer or even in meditation, not thinking too deeply about things. Rather, it's just an opportunity to rest in God's presence, and wait on him and allow him to do work in you. When your mind wanders, again, if it's anything like mine, it probably will, again, bring it back in line by asking Holy Spirit to just help you to rest and be still before God. So there you have it. Those are the four steps to Lectio Divina. So normally, in a, in a normal situation, if you were to practice this in your own life, you'd want to set aside 20 to 30 minutes to really allow time to pause and reflect and and really discern God's voice and allow him to really minister to you. But for the sake of time today, we're going to condense our experience together down to under 10 minutes. So are you ready? Let's get into Lectio Divina together right now. The scripture we're going to be reflecting on is from the passage that we looked at with soap last week, and it's Mark 10, verse 15. It'll be up on the screen in, in just a moment, and I'll be reading it for us at the start of each step, and I'll also be guiding us through it as we, as we learn this technique together with some prompts that might help you to engage effectively in each of the different steps. So if you haven't already, have a bit of a stretch. Find somewhere comfortable, somewhere that's, that's quiet, and you can just take it in and really tune into God. And let's pray as we begin right now. Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would speak to us, that you would reveal what you want to reveal to each and every one of us through your word now. We want to hear your voice, Lord. We're ready to hear what you have to say. Guide us as we read, reflect, and pray to you now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not Enter it. After reading the verse once you might want to read the verse yourself again slowly taking note of any words that grip and really sit with your spirit Holy Spirit may reveal a word or a phrase to you, it might not even be the kind of main idea of the passage if one word or phrase is revealed to you, just spend time repeating that word or phrase Or if it doesn't quite yet, just continue to wait on God patiently. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Take time now to reflect. Sit with the word or phrase that Holy Spirit revealed to you. You might want to consider questions like these how is God encouraging rebuking or challenging me through these words what do these words mean for my life what actions or faith steps is God calling me to take Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Take time now to respond to what Holy Spirit has revealed. You might choose to pray in response. You might choose to write down the word or phrase or Things that Holy Spirit has revealed to you in a journal or on a piece of paper. You may just want to sit in silence and allow God to continue to speak to you. Whatever your response looks like, be sensitive to Holy Spirit and respond to what He has revealed to you. Truly I say to you whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it Choose now to rest in God's presence Choose to be still sit at his feet and allow holy spirit To do deep work in your heart. Rest in what you've read and what He's said and continue to listen for anything else that Holy Spirit might reveal to you. You might want to write down anything further that God reveals on paper. Resist the urge to fill up space or silence with prayer or meditation. Try to simply rest in Jesus' presence with an open posture, allowing God's words to you to sink deep down in your soul. How did you find Lectio Divina, friends? I pray that that experience was super encouraging for you. There's no doubt that Lectio Divina is a real gift for us as Christians. We all want to develop a deeper relationship with God, and Lectio Divina is a practice that really helps us to set aside time and space to to wait on God, to enjoy being in His presence, and also to better tune in and hear his voice more clearly. Lectio Divina can really help us to grow deeper in faith and know Jesus far more intimately. So I want to set us a challenge. I don't want to just leave it there for us today. Here's the challenge. Set aside, this is for all of us, myself included, let's all set aside 20 minutes this coming week to practice Lectio Divina again. Don't allow what you've experienced today to be your only experience of Lectio Divina. Let's set aside time this week to practice it for ourselves. I'm confident, I'm sure that if we do, God will really bless us in our efforts. God loves to bless those who seek him. God loves to reveal more of his truths to those who are willing to press in and press through. And I believe that he will meet us as we earnestly seek him, earnestly desire him through this. So how about I pray that we would all have hearts that would want to do that and we would have a willingness to continue to put this Lectio Divina spiritual discipline, this spiritual way of life into practice so that we would continue to grow in faith and know Jesus more and more intimately. Let's pray. Loving God, we thank you so much that you desire for us to know your Son more and more intimately. And we thank you, Lord, for things like Lectio Divina that help us to really tune in and really focus in and pause and take time out of our busy worlds and crazy, noisy world to be able to just tune in and discern your soft, beautiful, sweet voice. So Lord, we pray that you might lay on our hearts a real desire, a yearning, a longing to know you more, and that we, in the weeks ahead, would set aside 20 minutes one day to continue to put this technique into practice. And Lord, we pray in faith, knowing that you want to meet with us. You want to draw near to those who draw near to you. And so, God, we pray that we would encounter you in powerful, powerful ways by your spirit as we put this into practice this week. So, Lord, guide us in this. And may we have testimony after testimony of the powerful ways that you have ministered and encouraged and challenged and rebuked and shepherded us as we have set aside the time to really just wait on you and be still before you. So we thank you, God, and we look forward to growing and knowing you in greater measure through this this week. We thank you, Jesus, in your mighty name. Amen.